Hey everybody, welcome to Free For All, your source for all things geek. I am your host, Trey Elliott. Joining me as always, Josh Barnett. Yo. And no one fucking else. Nope, just the two of us. Um, we can, we can make, make it, it if we, we try. try, indeed. Yeah! <laughs> God, we're stupid. You and I. Um, yeah, Chuck's fucking a bag of dudes. Evan, uh, what do we say for Evan? Dead. He's dead. He's They're both actually dead. dead. And Christoph St. John. <laughs> All chilling out in heaven. Together. All no longer young. All no longer restless. <laughs> um, Chuck hasn't been young for a while. To be fair, taking the old dirt nap. Um, let's talk about some things that are renewed and some things that are canceled. So, some kind of, of like some of the news. One would say. One would say, but specifically it, uh, news about renews and news about cancels. Yes, the news. Sans Huey Lewis, rest in peace, Evan. Um, we'll He's get him got, on. Like, I mean, it's got to be three dollars and fifty cents right now, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll get him on eventually. I mean, his hearing or his sight or whatever still, he lost, still a little out of our budget. But you <laughs> so, know. I mean, listen, I just got a promotion, but I can't, no. you know. Yeah. No. Now you have more problems, though. Yeah. Right, Mo. Mo um, problems. I apologize. I miss. I misspoke. Um, Freddie Highmore. I remember him. He is a good doctor. Someone call him the good doctor. Oh, he's coming back, isn't he? Oh yeah, season, season three. Renewed. That show's real good. If ever there were a pilot, I'm like I was four like, episodes behind, but there is no shot this shit makes it. Oh man, oh, man, it's good stuff. I hated that pilot. Um, I didn't like it either, but the rest of that show's real good. Um, a million little things uh, on ABC also renewed. Yeah, I don't remember what this is. Um, this is the um, this is us ish show where Wait, is um, the, the one guy commits the one yeah, friend commits suicide the and they sad all sad dad club. Yes, <laughs> sad dad club indeed. Um, that would have been a way better name for this. Yeah, is um, it James Roday in this? It, he is. Um, changing it up a little from Psych. Uh, this show was well made, but not for me. I can't do that much fucking sadness in my life. Um, I don't want to cry every week any more than I already do from New Amsterdam. So, um, yeah, but get on it for getting renewed. Um, come back for season two. Uh, Sex Education on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, also a weird show. Did you watch that at all? No. It's very British, and they talk about sex a lot. I heard uh, decent, actually, things about it, though. It's all right. I'm not going to keep it, but it's all right. <laughs> um, it got renewed for a second season already, though, so that's that must mean it's doing well. Yeah, I heard a lot of people talking about it. Um, Suits on the USA Network. How many show, like, How many seasons has that had? Uh, I don't know. Like, Let's a lot, though, right? Probably. Because I feel like it's been on forever. Um, it's definitely run a good while, yeah, since 2011. Um, so, yeah, seven, seven, eight years, eight years. Yeah. This will be eight. Um, I've never seen a single episode of that show. Oh, no, actually, they did more than that. Uh, season nine will be the final season. Gotcha. Yeah, I've never seen a single uh, episode. I've always heard good things, though. Yeah? Um, yeah, it was. it's a show that I wouldn't mind going back and marathoning at some point. I feel like this and Mad Men were like running simultaneous at one point in time, and I was like, I don't know which one is the one that I'm supposed to watch. Uh, Mad Men is probably the... The better. The better and, yeah, just more um, polished it, show. But Is anybody in Suits? I know that there's like somebody that kind of got their start that I, that's like kind of blown up lately, I think. Um, no one I recognize. I mean, but that's not saying too much. Um, Wendell Pierce is in it, so it's a good show. 
Uh, <laughs> dude, that guy is one of the best character actors of all time. What? Yeah, you do. Come on, man. Oh, okay. From Jack Reacher. Yeah. Yeah, Jack Reacher. When is season two? Um, at some point that should go well wait. too. Um, no, but yeah, good on suits for last of nine seasons. That's that feels like a Royal Pains or a Burn Notice. Yeah, that type guys. Of, you know what I mean? I mean, I feel like it started right in the dead center of those yeah. guys. I, I want to go back and watch all of White Collar one day. Um, really, just psych. I have dreams uh, and aspirations, none of which will probably happen. Um, I tried Burn Notice for like half an episode. Oh, it's so good. I watched like at least six seasons of that show. I don't think I ever did finish it, though. Uh, it was still like actively going when I marathoned it, though. I think I tried to watch an episode that was of like that. And then early was Netflix like... days when I was streaming that. Yeah, like I, so I remember trying to watch an episode of that and getting like halfway through and then being like, you know, I already watched a whole episode of uh, this other show. I should go watch more of Chuck. And then I never turned back. That's fair. Because Chuck oh, is yeah. the best. Bird Notice was well before Chuck for me, but um, sadly, because I wish I would have known about Chuck from the from the beginning. Oh, man, I don't know if I could have handled watching that final episode knowing what's happening. Chuck's so good. Um, uh, on the That's cancels. That's the Chuck we really want to have come back. Indeed. Um, the first, the Hulu original starring one, Sean Penn. Yeah, that guy. Um, I don't love Sean Penn. Uh, I uh, really don't. Most people don't uh, on this podcast. Because he's a fucking tool. Like, um, man, he's real good at acting in that show, though, and that show is real good, and I'm upset that it's canceled. I enjoyed is this Hulu? it quite a bit. Yeah, Hulu Felt- original. Felt a little outside their budget. I know that like Hulu's, Disney now owns them and all that, but yeah, Hulu is definitely now squarely in third place behind Amazon and Netflix. Yeah, I mean they're all in third place for me behind CBS All Access. Yeah, <laughs> I mean CBS All Access is doing some good stuff. Oh, but... we didn't talk about any of the Super Bowl stuff, like the Twilight Zone, because God, it was awesome. Oh yeah, we didn't. No, I'm surprised you didn't put that you on there. Failed us, Evan. He did. Did you end up watching? We should have thought about Twilight it. Twilight Zone thing? No, I didn't because it wasn't on the fucking list. So it, I, I'm, I'm gonna throw it in here real quick. That's cool. Go for it. Um, it's super brilliant and got me so fucking stoked for that show because like they just were showing the game right and they cut away to a commercial break and then it was the first thing back after a commercial break. Like they showed the outside of Mercedes Benz Stadium and it was Jim Nance talking. He was like, "And we're back here live from Atlanta." Blah blah blah. And then like the camera cuts a little bit. Like there's a little jump cut. And it gets like a little fuzzy, and then they. It looks like they're back. interrupting the Super Bowl. Yeah, kind they of come thing. back into the stadium, and you see That's a bunch a cool of fans, idea. and then it cuts away, and the stadium's completely empty, and there's a banner falling, and then it cuts away, and there's nobody there, and you just hear a, like somebody talking, and he's like a man all alone in a stadium. That's empty, filled with a thousand screaming people, like very much the Rod Serling intro, and it's just right. him. Uh, Jordan Peele walking on the field and like the numbers start fading away and then you see other Jordan Peels all sitting in the stands around him and everything and he's like walking up toward a door that's in the middle of the field the giant like circular screen at Mercedes-Benz is showing the spiral from the the classic show and then like you hear a remix version of just the theme like very hintily like placed in there and then he just opens the door or the door is open and he walks through it and he's not on the other side basically and he's like and then you've stepped into another dimension and then it cuts away and says the Twilight Zone starting like April 1st. And God yeah, damn it, man. Like, that sounds pretty badass. I can't fucking wait. I um, cannot wait for that show. I don't have the attachment to the original that you now do. but um, Yeah, I mean, that, it helps that I've been yeah. watching it lately. But man. Um, it's just such a cool premise. 
It, like, it totally informed Black Mirror. I hope this kind of stays a little bit further away from the technology side of things and goes more into, the, like, the unique alternate dimension things yeah. that the original did. Um, but it was it was very effective marketing. I've seen a lot of people very excited for it. Um, yeah, no, I'm also excited to check it out. Jordan Peele's real good, so. Um, Trial and Error, very sadly canceled. No more Lady um, Driver. Lady Driver! Oh, it's the best. God damn it, that show is so fucking funny. Uh, or was, I guess I should say. Uh, oh, man, that's a real bummer. It didn't win our best Not comedy from last year, did it? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't have, have, to have a shot at it. It won't. Uh, we'll give it to it uh, next year, just just because. What if we called it the uh, trial and error immemorial uh, <laughs> best, comedy best comedy of the year? All right, I'm good with that. Mark that down. You fuckers! It's um, <laughs> and then last but not least, not a show even I keep up with anymore. Though I did probably watch again early Netflix days. Probably watched the first four or five seasons. Uh, Criminal Minds is uh, going to be renewed for its. 15th and final season. Is that a law and order? No, it's not a law and order, but uh, definitely a procedural. It follows the, uh, specifically, the like the behavioral unit in the FBI. And I, like, just, I feel like it had a longer title at one point and then just got shortened to Criminal Minds, but I think I'm wrong. No, you're that. thinking of law and order criminal, criminal intent. intent. Yeah. yeah. Special victims, units. Trial by jury. Yeah. Um, Los Angeles. Young and the Restless. <laughs> Law and Order, The Young and the Restless is a show I would fucking watch. <laughs> I know you would. God, can you imagine a 30-year procedural? Yeah. <laughs> like it's called Law and Order SVU. Oh, but it would have to be shot in that fucking motion smooth that all soap operas for some reason are. Can you imagine when SVU ends? Yeah. Like, what a weird... Like, how What a world to it? live in? What's Ice-T gonna do? God, just I hope just still make more on YouTube. That's my hope for him. I guess. You're stuck in procedural hell. Ah, um, coming uh, April 1st to the Twilight Zone. A man <laughs> stuck in a procedural show that has ended yet refuses to end. Man, it's just like it's an institution at this point. Six, 17 seasons? I mean. Come on. It's times 20 significantly seasons? older than your child. Um, yeah, almost double the age of my kid. Um, what is that? Times 24... 408 episodes. Yeah, your kid could be the younger brother to Law and Order uh, <laughs> yeah. Special Victims Unit? Is that it? Yeah, Special okay. Victims Unit. Sorry, I can't remember. I just call it the sexual assault These are their show. stories, Josh. Is it? Uh, dung dung. <laughs> um, yeah, so hopefully I don't have to say that about SVU anytime soon. But Criminal Minds is, uh, after 15 seasons, which is a long-ass run, too, almost as long, uh, coming to an end ncis has to be next on the block right it's eventually i don't know man all those spinoffs I mean, though carmen's gonna die of old age csi eventually. miami didn't that outlast csi so they could keep like los angeles going god those, I guess. those were the originals see all the csis yeah um well i guess a lot older is really the originals with all the spinoffs but um why the last man I know uh, nothing about this. Order to Evan series refuses to lend me the books. Um, at FX, I had at one point had gotten Brittany to start reading them. She got through like the first two and a half of five or six and it's stopped. A commitment. It is a lot, but man, they're also giant books that you're afraid to like damage in any way. That's also fair. Um, they're real good though, and that story is fucking amazing, and everyone should read it. Um, I'm glad FX is doing this. I'm sadly. Uh, Other than of the, the swarm, mindset. they make mostly yeah. good stuff. Oh God, I forgot about that. Show. Yeah, 
The strain, you mean? Or the strain? What did I say? The swarm? Yeah. Whatever. That show doesn't deserve to be swarm remembered. Swarm sounds right. like a really bad comic book villain that was like on a. I think it is. Of, like on an episode of Castle, they were filming. Isn't there, isn't there a villain called the Swarm? I don't know, but it feels it's like, like made of bees be like on the set in New York filming an episode of the Swarm, and somebody dies, and in comes Rick Castle and and Beckett to fucking solve the crime. Yeah, Castle sorta. Uh, yeah, really. Um, but yeah, yeah I, Swarm. He's made of bees. <laughs> All right, I'm out. He's a Marvel villain. <laughs> of course he is. Um, I'm I, I'm sadly afraid that Zachary Levi might have actually famed himself out of the role of York at this point. If Shazam takes off, I don't think he's going to be free for a while. Yeah, they've already cast. Did they? Yeah, it's the the kid from uh that dies in the boat. In that Christopher Nolan movie, I can't remember the name of right now. That was real oh, boring. Oh, yeah, Bear Corgan or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he's in Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah, Puffy Face. Yeah, the kid from American Animals. God, watch American Animals. It's so good. I've already watched it. It's so good. It's so good. And Out is really in trouble. <laughs> I've never felt worse for a human being ever. <laughs> She's still tied up. <laughs> and Out is, in fact, really in trouble. Oh man, that's really funny. Um, yeah, that kid is is York, um, and sure, he's a good actor. Yeah, he doesn't look anything like the comic character, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and another weird pop culture twist thing. Go on. Uh, Netflix is bringing back Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, what the fuck? Who the fuck cares? It's dude. Netflix is like now like fifty percent. Entertainment, 50% true crime. <laughs> That's all they, they are fucking cashing in. Coming next year, uh, fucking Cheaters and America's Most Wanted. Hell yeah, Netflix. America's Most Wanted. I 60 mean, Minutes is going to end up on here soon. Cheaters is really where, where you should have said hell yeah. Um, With that dude who got I stabbed. I never watched that. Did you ever see that? You, you know what that show is at all? Not really, no. This was the I think show, I've heard of it before. Yeah, it was the show where the, the nerdy guy with glasses would like get people's like story and they were suspecting somebody was cheating so they were basically private investigating them like recording them and then they would do a confrontation at the end of the episode saying why like you gotcha. on this person and he got stabbed at a boat one time what yes oh my god I'm yeah bring that back <laughs> <laughs> it was like after someone take a knife for my entertainment um speaking I, I, of I said cheaters and the third option was cheaters host dies <laughs> holy shit um Netflix is also doing other weird shit, uh, signing on Steve Carell to do a show about the creation of Donald Trump's Space Force. Is that actually what it is? I thought that it was just a show that I didn't think it was actually about Space Force. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was just from the office creator with Steve Carell called Space Force, but I didn't think it was about the creation of it. Um, Hang on a second, I'll tell you. Yeah, a comedy series about the people tasked with creating Space Force, a new branch of the U.S. military. From Greg Daniels and the star Steve Carell. Huh. Yeah, they're just it's just going to be... The, my only f- fear about this is that it's just more like making fun of Trump, and not that I don't think that he's, he's more he's, than deserving. He's a worthy candidate. It's just like I have to deal with Trump in my everyday fucking life See, when yeah. I keep... Uh, up to date on current events like a, an adult 
and I don't want to have to then fucking deal with it in my escape, which is entertainment. Yeah, I'm not. I'm still not there in terms of like absolutely loathing the idea of it being included. Like I think that there's a value to our medium, to the medium having current and like poignant political commentary. I think basing an entire show around it gets that, a little yeah. that's my bushish. Um, and yeah, my cartoon president, all yeah, that. Like that like, stuff also doesn't age well. Being able to reference current times and not basing your entire existence. Because what happens if, God willing, uh, 2020 is the end of his run? Does this show last two years and then is done? I mean, Does it become maybe. beating a dead horse after four or five years the way that, that like shows probably. can be? And I love Steve Carell, and I think that The Office is a really good show. I, it took me a while to warm up to it, but like, I want to be able to watch a show from those two guys together and think this is like a nice extension of what they have done before, but not necessarily tied to the memory of this guy being our president for four years and really yeah. fucking cavalierly taking our lives in his own hands in a lot of ways. Um, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it, I'll obviously check it out. It's Netflix. It'll I'll be on there at once. Um, True story. And I'm sure this is probably not coming until next year. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not super excited about it. We haven't seen a much of a trailer or no, anything I mean, yet. They, so. Like the only person announced. There's like a logo. Steve Carell. So we'll see what happens. Um, what's up next? Oh, <laughs> what a weird time to live in. CBS orders a Frankenstein show that will be a cop procedural drama. That's the most CBS thing of all fucking. Things. It is, and I let me tell you about how excited I know I am. you are. I, I mean, come are. on. Nothing about this sounds like a show I'm going to watch. But then again, I loved Lucifer as a. Yeah. Uh, it worked for Lucifer. It can work for Frankenstein. I mean, is it following the castle methodology, or is it trying to do something else? I don't know. It, does he have a? I can imagine sassy female co-star, probably, or even better to follow with the mythos of Frankenstein. Is it a child, a little girl? Uh, sidekick cop he's got yeah all the little girl cops <laughs> yeah like you know like a little seven-year-old girl who like warms his heart and he's like oh i can't help people and then he's like a cop and he's got to protect her all the time oh god i hope that's not it i don't it's like that's like an escort mission come like come to tv i don't need that in my life or she's just an, a badass little kid uh maybe then you just have the passage i haven't seen episode two or three yet i mean there's clearly a badass little girl in the first episode I mean, she didn't show much badassery in the first I mean, she's got an attitude. She does have attitude. I'm just saying. That's, you know, she can take care of herself. I guess. She, like, knew that guy was up to no good. Uh Uh-huh. When he came to get her from the orphanage. Or the foster home or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. And then she immediately trusted him five seconds later. Well, he's clearly trustworthy. He's Zach Morris. If they get in trouble, he can just time out. If Zach Morris came to me with any problem whatsoever, I'd be like, let's do this. Exactly. I would not say no to that man. She's clearly a fucking genius. Yeah, NYPD Blue. (laughs) He was on that. Yeah, for like three seasons. And that great lawyer show that he was on. You would say that lasted for one season. I can't remember the name of. Uh, It was more than one season. It was with Brecken Meyer. No, that's a different show. Him and Franklin uh, Franklin and Bash. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. Before that, it was there was some other lawyer show it was, was on. He ever, was it Rizzoli and Isles? Was he on that for some reason? No. I don't even know what that is. Rizzoli but. and Isles was the show that like was on at the same time as Franklin and Bash, and they always had sweet commercials between the two of them like they were fighting in some way, but I don't think they ever crossed over. USA is funny. Um, it is. Please tell me you were IMDb-ing... Zach Morris. Yeah, you were, weren't I you? I did. I did. I'm sorry. Yeah, I need it to know happened. what you're talking about, because I don't remember anything aside from Pitch, Franklin and Bash... I'm looking it up. 
NYPD Blue, and of course, Saved by the Bell, the college years. Um, oh, he was on uh, two years. He was on CSI. That makes sense. That checks I, out. I just didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Franklin and Bash was before this thing, which I still cannot find. Oh, Raising the Bar. It was on TNT, Lawyer Show. Ran one season. It was real good. He was also on Weeds. Weeds? He's, yeah, he's had regular work. Yeah. I mean, he's not unemployed. He no. was great on Pitch. God, I miss Pitch. I wish that had a second season. Um, true story. That was really good. He was on that show, Happy Endings, too. Anyway, Zach oh, Morris is cool. Kyle loved that show. Yeah? Wasn't that the one with, um, what's her name? Why do you ask me questions I don't know the answer Alicia to? Alicia Cuthbert? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that that one? Yeah, that got like everybody loved, but only got I can't stop for like four years or something. Oh like no, that. what was that one she was in that was like an awful comedy? Oh fuck that show! I don't know what it is, and I don't want to know. Let's move on. God, <laughs> that show sucked. <laughs> That's what I thought it was at first. Um, Peter Jackson is working on a Beatles documentary uh, called "Let It Be." Um, it basically uh, he has the movie out. They shall not grow old, which is, I guess, restoring World War One footage with some like crazy new technique. That, this is like some Peter Jackson ass shit, dude. That trailer for "They Shall Not Grow Old" is I need to watch it. Affecting, like I saw it before some movie very recently, um, and like I just sat there like, but it was before the Green Book. I was just like, okay, I need to watch that too, motherfucker. Like that looks amazing. So he's taken old like 1914 like film reels that have no sound that are distorted and like poor quality and he is fully digitally restoring it adding color um and brought in like speech experts and like dialect experts and has had them re-record dialogue uh, based on the things they're saying to the camera without having the audio logs. So he's fully recreating what they're saying based on these speech and like linguistic experts. Oh, like reading and, lips and stuff? Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And recreating this entire story to tell of these men who, you know, put their lives on the line for World War One. Um, it looks amazing. It definitely sometimes has a bit of an uncanny valley to it because you can tell that it's remastered footage. Right. But, I mean, when you consider, like, this is, like, technology that he started pioneering and using in the Lord of the Rings films. I remember watching the uh, extended edition special features of uh, those movies talking about the digital film grading that he did on that entire trilogy. Um, you know, yeah. New Zealand, more of a bright skies type place, and they uh, digitally grade everything. And, like, it wasn't like they just you know, fucked with the sky, they literally put a film grade over the entire trilogy of movies to yeah. uh, to make it look like they're in bleaker, darker areas and things like that. So he's been doing this for quite some time. And unless he's going to come back to do like a Silmarillion thing, I'm totally okay with him just continuing to do this kind of stuff. Like advancements in film tech to me is like where Peter Jackson shines. It's where he's better than, yeah, because apparently he was not good in Mortal Engines. No. Uh, the Hobbit, I love, but a lot of people don't like, and I get that. I love King Kong again, but a lot of people don't. I yeah. mean, if it's not it's The Fighters and Lord of the Rings, it's you know a movie that is divisive. So yeah. um, this looks great. The idea of restoring like 55 hours of Beatles footage. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, it's not going to be a 55-hour-long movie, but the idea of, of that kind of footage possibly being remastered in any fashion, it's not as impressive or as exciting as the World War One stuff, just because... That's like a whole different undertaking, but using that same technology for you know the most popular band in the history of the world, 
could be incredibly cool to see. Um, yeah, no, I'm very, very much um, into seeing whatever the hell this turns out to be. Um, yeah, and I think they shout out girl. I was like shocked that was not being like in the front runner for Oscar for best documentary. Yeah, but I don't think it's actually out until this year. So oh, okay, that makes sense. Probably see it next year then, especially if it's just documentary. I feel it's, like those are. Man, it sucks for the Oscars because like I very much want to watch two documentaries this year, and they're what were supposed to be the two front runners, and neither of them got nominated. That's crazy. Um, yeah, they um, the Mister Rogers one. And oh really? Yeah, three identical strangers. Neither like neither of those Damn. two. I do want to see the Mister Rogers one though. Um, Jay and Silent Bob reboot officially greenlit. Yeah, it is. Why do you need to reboot it? I mean, it's it's like a soft reboot. Like that's his at least according to everything he's talked about on Hollywood Babylon and everything else. Like it's still Jay and Silent Bob. They're still like old and everything else, but it's just kind of like a not quite universe reset. But it's like his funny farcical take on the reboot thing. Okay. Um. I don't care. It's Jay and Silent Bob. I don't know. They can't have Ben Affleck, so um, part of that universe is gone. I'm sure Jason Lee shows up at some point. I'm sure like he's going to have- they have Ben Affleck? Because they're not friends anymore. Oh, uh, okay. Fuck you, Jennifer Garner. I take back all the good things I said about Alias and Peppermint. <laughs> Murder uh, mom. Both good things. Also <laughs> camping. Um, oh, uh, hey, that's a show it. I finished. Oh, there you go. We should add that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to remember that. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I like Kevin Smith as a person. I don't like his movies. Um or I don't get his movies. Um with recent developments, you should try it again. That's probably true. Um <laughs> that's <laughs> very true. I have to be in the right state of mind though. Yeah. Um uh, a couple of old more old shows coming back besides Unsolved Mysteries. Murphy Brown season 2. Um I hope not. Um, the Lost Boys uh, are getting a pilot show on CW. Yeah, old movie turned and into the the old Teen Wolf action for the CW. Yeah, um, and then um, Freeform has greenlit uh, Party of Five coming back. Yeah, they I really did. hope Nev Campbell shows up in this. No, she won't. I can't remember which one was Melrose Place and who was on Beverly Hills and who was on Party of Five. Tori was Spelling was on uh, Beverly Hills. I knew that because yeah. Aaron Spelling. Um, was Jennifer Love Hewitt also on Melrose Place? I don't think so. Maybe very she, young. Or, I mean, on Party of Five, or was she Melrose Yeah, Place? no, she was Party of Five. Okay, so Party of Five was Nev Campbell and her and then three other people. Make sure I'm not crazy. The Scott 90s. Wolf. Yeah, Scott Wolf. Of course. Matthew Fox? I didn't realize that. Like, as in Lost's yeah. fame? Sorry, Speed Racers, Matthew Fox? Take it back. Who's Racer X? Oh no, it's not. Um, it's um, Nev Campbell and uh, Lacey Chambert. Yeah, Lacey Chambert. Is it? I thought it was. I've always pronounced it Chamber, but may it's Chambert. I think it's um. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hottie from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Um, I don't know. I am not going to watch that show. I'm sure you're going to watch every episode. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't end up keeping Dynasty. With good reason. Um, Melrose Place is Heather Locklear. That's right. Um, that's kind of the only obvious name to me. Um, obviously, there's some others in here. There but. was just a run of those kinds of shows in the late ni- in the early '90s, rather. The like Saved by the Bell, but at night, so like risqueer. <laughs> um, yeah, that totally checks out. And then they all like, like went on Saved to by do the like Bell. '90s horror movies later in their career. 
Um, yeah, Shannon Doherty, that Luke Perry. Uh, Luke Perry, that's all uh, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, yeah. Sorry, I jumped over to that. I thought uh, I said that. Tori Spelling. Who was the other guy other than Luke Perry? Um, uh, Jason Priestley. That was it. When are we getting our uh, hard reboot of Dawson's Creek? I think Metal's Place is coming back, too. Um, I'd watch a Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Uh, Dawson's Creek needs a couple more years, but it's getting there. And but I don't want to wait. Um. Oh fuck you, fuck you. What? That was dynamite. <laughs> you don't even get it, do you? No, I don't think I do. I don't want to wait uh, for our lives to be over. That is a song from then. It, from that, from Dawson's Creek is the theme. God, give me Fringe back also. Joshua Jackson's the best. Um, man, then he went to uh, The Affair and got real depressing. Because <laughs> that show makes you want to kill yourself. Uh, um, do you still watch Sinner? The second season is not on anything I can access, so no. I heard crazy things about season I, two. Season one was fucking awesome, and if they, season two ever gets on Hulu, I'll watch it. But um, the first season was just on there, like from like week to week. Yeah, yeah. Second season, not so much. Um. Anyways, uh, Homecoming season two definitely happening on okay. Amazon. This um, is one I didn't watch any of. Really good show and really good podcast. Um, Jennifer Roberts, the fucking star of the show. Who? Jennifer Roberts. Julia Roberts. <laughs> Where did I get Jennifer Roberts? Who is that? No um, knows. Julia Roberts, um, not returning. And so there's two seasons of the podcast out. Uh, her character is definitely in the, both of them. The focal point, even more the focal point than the first season. They're gonna get like low rent Julia Roberts to just pretend like I don't. Is do they recast around. or they just say fuck the second season of the podcast? Oscar Isaac. Um, that would be amazing, um, and a little meta considering. But um, oh yeah, he's, he's a, a voice in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you just randomly say Oscar Isaac? Uh-huh. He should be in everything. Well, I mean, I just figure if they're he's gonna, gonna be in Dune. Dune looks awesome. Why are we not talking about Dune casting? Because Evan failed us. He cut 61 stories, all the good ones. He did. There's so... There's a lot of people in Dune. Timothy Chalamet, um, Oscar Isaac. There's a bunch of fucking people that have been... Um, yeah, who just got like cast to be his like love interest, Chalamet's? Um, I don't remember, but um, Benicio Del Toro, didn't he, didn't he just get cast in it? Probably. I'll look it up. We're, anyway. We're adding a story. Fuck you, Evan. Rest um... Of but anyways, it's weird Julia Roberts isn't coming back. I'm curious to see what they do with that. Um, poor Gimlet Media, who does the, the podcast and also did uh, the Alex Inc. show, mm-hmm. was based on, which got canned real quick. They just can't break into TV the way they're wanting to. Um, and Timothy then, Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson. Okay, okay. Oscar Isaac, Stellan Skarsgård. Jesus. Batista. Oh, Zendaya, yeah. Zendaya, that was who. Oh, uh, yeah, again. Uh, Charlotte Rampling. Javier Bardem. That's who I'm thinking of. Racist. <laughs> that's fair. And that's the last. They both have weird faces. <laughs> First comment. I hope they keep it low budget. What? Um, oh, didn't even knew. Yeah. What? Fuck. I know what he's done. The arrival. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Prisoners. God, this is going to be one tense ass movie. And um, Blade Runner 2049. Oh yeah. But at least that shows he can. Yeah, Evan, Phil thank you for joining scale. the podcast. We added stories because you missed some. You did. We appreciate all your hard work, but rest in peace. Just a little bit. Um, last but not least, uh, they're making another Ghostbusters. Fuck yeah, they are. Um, 
I'm bittersweet about this. I mean, I liked the reboot. It was really good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I don't understand what people hate. Okay, I understand it because they're dumb. Um, That movie was nowhere near as bad. Was it the greatest movie ever made? No, but all of the women were genuinely funny in it. Is this going to star the the original cast? No. So the casting call for this calls for two boys and two girls of like young teen or even possibly younger ages. Um, Like they're, yeah, kids basically. But we don't really know the way they're going to take that. This is done by Jason Reitman. Yeah, who is the son of um of Ivan Reitman, the original Ghostbusters director? He was actually on Kevin Smith. Speaking of um his podcast, Smodcast, uh, the last couple weeks, basically said like this was the one thing I never said I was going to do, or I said that I would never do, basically. But he had felt like enough time had passed, and that maybe he was ready to move on from that like particular mindset in his career and actually take a take a shot at it. There was a little teaser oh, video. Man, I knew his name fucking sounded familiar. He's he done a lot. One of my top ten movies of all time. Juno, that's Juno. right. Um, he also did Up in the Air. Mm-hmm. Um, t- you mentioned Tully earlier off air, which is a really crazy um, movie. And then he... Um, he had something this year. Um, well, Tully was this year, but I thought there was something else. Yeah, The there. Front Runner. Yeah, which, which actually I've heard like mostly decent things about as well. Uh, and then he's also responsible for um, the show, the uh, Hulu original Casual, which is a fucking show. fantastic show. Great um, first season. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I, I think this looks awesome. I mean, we we got like the teasiest of teasers uh, where they just showed a barn and had like the classic Ghostbusters theme in the background, and then the classic Ecto One was revealed, and they were like Ghostbusters twenty twenty shooting now. Um, I'm really excited for this. I think it's awesome that Reitman's coming back. I do oh, think that it kind of sucks. Too. Man, he's um, done a lot of shit. Yeah. I, I think it kind of sucks that the uh, all-female-led one is going to go down as like this horrible mistake they had to overcorrect when really it's just the fact that Dan Abbott was finally they... able to sucker somebody else into making this movie that he's been talking about yeah. for 30 years. And like, it really sucks that Leslie Jones took such a shit take on it as well. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-mm. On Twitter, she basically just oh, like, just like bas- out. yeah, like, you know, you're basically saying fuck you to all the people who were involved in it and everything else, and like it's the exact opposite. She was like, you know, move aside and let the men take advantage or or take over, and like that's not the case. They're calling for men and women in the show, yeah, uh, in the movie, and like Reitman even came out immediately and he was like, I liked the most recent movie, and I really hope they continue stories in that universe, but I felt that it was time for me to also make uh, take my attempt at this movie, and it follows the original. Yeah, game they're not going to though. No, they won't. Unfortunately, the movie also did lose them money though. Like, there's I a get point. That. They spent a lot of money on the reboot, and unfortunately, we live in a time where people shit on it without ever seeing it. Yeah, that's um, for that. That to me is what feels unfair about it a little bit. No, that, like, you know, but I mean, I'm, I'm super excited. Never, never stood a chance. I'm, I'm super excited to see what comes of this. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, I'll check it out. The Ghostbusters wanted two are like two of my favorite movies of all time. I, I admittedly, so I did not watch those movies when I was young. Mm-hmm. So there's like a a bit of the nostalgia that, like, I I appreciate and like those movies and find them funny, but there's like a level in which I cannot appreciate them that people saw them when they were like ten. Like if this same thing, you know what I mean? if this same thing had happened, but instead of Ecto One, it was the DeLorean. Yeah, totally okay. different. And it was like Zemeckis back. Yeah, I would be freaking the I, fuck out. I just lost my mind. Again, at the idea of another Back <laughs> to the Future movie that's and, never going to happen. Yeah, it's um, literally in the original contract for Zemeckis that even after he dies, they're not allowed to make another one. Man, that's crazy. Um, no, those 
yeah, those are movies I saw when I was a kid. I grew you up have with that them. Nostalgia. Yeah, and it, like again, I can, I can't possibly like obtain that for the yeah. Ghostbusters. It's just like there's a part of it that's always missing. I do like going but back I do on like the them. Jay and Silent Bob thing. Like I do love the idea that this isn't a reboot. Um, that this is a continuation. Like their movie studios need to not be afraid to do something twenty or thirty years later and keep it within the original canon. Like I think that that is something that too often times gets thrown to the side to and just, they just reboot, 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 reboot. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I think that this is awesome. I cannot wait for it. Um, hopefully, we get footage sometime within the next, you know, twelve months. Because if it's 2020, then we're going to see something pretty early. And he had written the, yeah, script, I'm sure like, written the script and everything already, so like they're ready to start filming. They might even be filming now, last I heard. Um, it's exciting times it? either way. Yeah, it's definitely something that's been rumored for a long fucking time. Um, DC News. Yeah. Um, get out of here, Ben Affleck. You know what? Yeah. like I, I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I think he was great. I loved him as Bruce Wayne and Batman. I think he's the first actor, in my opinion, to like nail both of those roles. Um, but I've, we've been saying on this podcast, and I finally joined that chorus of like making a fucking decision and move on. Um, and uh, and he has, and DC has as well. Yeah, which I think is exciting. I think all the news coming out about uh, the was it July twenty first, twenty twenty one, or something like that, or July twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. The Batman from Matt Reeves. Like, I'm mm-hmm. super excited about all this news. Yeah, man. Talk about getting out ahead of it. I feel like that's sometimes DC's Achilles heel. Like, then things change. Well, and then they have to roll back. Like, the, they have to change the date or change the title or change the writer. But again, like, this isn't them, like, committing to a giant shared universe plan where they're, you know, putting the Marvel slate up on the screen. This is I mean, just I get that. Saying, like, we've got a director. We've got a final script now. We're going to start casting soon, and here's the date that we're aiming for. Like, movies get release dates, you know, before they film all the yeah, time. Yeah, it just, for whatever reason, those, these big, like, and like it or not, like, people still are going to be looking for them to make connections, and yeah, and I mean, it's going to so, take a while to untrain people, because that's what they expect of their superhero movie. And we never really discussed or talked, I don't think, on the show about the uh, saying that we're moving away from the shared universe. I don't know if that's part of this. Um, not really. Yeah, they've they've said that, and I mean, obviously with Shazam, it seems like they are. And well, I also, I mean, the the quote specifically is we're not focusing on the shared universe. We're focusing on director projects, yeah, um, and making the best movie that we possibly can. Which to me is we're going to do Aquaman. We're going to do these kinds of things, Wonder Woman, where there's very minuscule, if at all, any t- like ties into the other world. And then two or three years down the line, when we've gotten a couple of hits. Maybe we start talking about finding a story that brings these all together instead, which I think is the smarter way to do it. Marvel clearly had a path and a plan laid out. Feige had his 10-year vision or whatever for this and had it to the point where he could tease like the Avengers and things like that. But if we start getting these post-credit scenes that are instead teasing the next in that series of movies instead of the next Justice League thing, I'm okay with that for now. Um I'm really excited to see who they cast as a younger Batman. Uh, the this is going to be focusing on a neo noir like actual detective side of Batman that we've never seen, which is one of his like biggest character traits. Is he's the smartest man? He's the greatest detective in the world. He's always prepared. Like I think that could be awesome if they actually make it a detective story. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for them making a new Batman um, and something different, obviously. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like 
Like I am, I am uniquely positive about DC anyway, always. But yeah. like, I'm feeling significantly more confident in their overall. I'm still success. skeptical. I mean, like we'll to say. me, if you look at their solo movies, I get that some people don't like uh, Man of Steel, and there are issues with the third act of Wonder Woman. And critically, maybe Aquaman didn't hit exactly where it needed to. Still positive on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Biggest movie in the history of DC Comics. Um, Definitely am, financially successful. If, if they are focusing on the individual movies, to me, they're three for three. Um, I love Man of Steel. I think Wonder Woman is great up until the third act. And even though yeah. the third act isn't as bad as people make it out to be. And Aquaman is my favorite movie of the year. Like, I'm very excited to see what these other projects can be. I think Shazam looks wonderful. I think the Joker movie, even though it's not connected at all to the universe, um, has the potential to be awesome. I think Birds of Prey could be really cool. Like, Yeah, they have a lot of stuff. I still, I still need them to have, even for me, even Man of Steel isn't a Guardians 1 or a Black Panther. Yeah, man. To me, like, or a you know, we, Civil War. Agree to disagree on that one. Obviously. Winter Soldier, or whatever. Like, I mean, Winter Soldier is the best Marvel movie, so it's very hard to say. That like I, to me, those those movies are like beginning to end, hit every mark. They do everything they need to do. There's really no like major problem with any of them. And like, I mean, I can't think of. I mean, obviously, it's it's up to everybody else's interpretation. I also, well, I think that there is still a DC bias just in general. Marvel did it first, and the characters of DC have been around for forever and have their supporters and detractors all around. Um, I think that there is just a fact of like some people just don't like those characters and aren't going to be happy with them. And I mean, obviously, I had, yeah, I had definitely have some bias towards Marvel, but like, I mean, Black Panthers come out came out after Wonder Woman. And, like, both very good movies, but, like, again, and I get you think it's obviously I, I somewhat overblown, are, but, like, I just think there are someone dropped a little bit often, of the ball. Go ahead. Go I on. just dropped the ball a little bit in the third act. It's Again, it's not awful. It doesn't make the movie bad. It just, there's, like, a clear thing to point to. I mean, a lot of people actually point to the Killmonger fight in Black Panther as something they don't like either. They don't That's like fair. the CGI fest of that either. Like, I just think that the, the, criti- the, criti- the critiques lobbied at DC, you could... Um, nitpick almost all of the Marvel movies the same way, but they don't get that treatment. Like they're they're not flawless movies. I think Winter Soldier. No, is. No. I think Infinity War for the most part is. I think they're fantastic movies that are in. Yeah, like, I think some of them re- reach that level. I mean, obviously not flawless, but near flawless. They have at least a small handful. Like I know you like this movie, but the fact that. Like a Suicide Squad or a Batman v Superman or a Justice League is like at a twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but Thor: The Dark World is like an eighty six. Is that's Marvel bias? Like I am sorry, the, the Thor: The Dark World is a uniquely bad movie in those eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, I definitely movies. don't think it's. I mean, and obviously, yeah, you're right. I do like it more than most people, but to me, it's not on the same like in the same conversation oh, as Suicide Squad. Try, trying to watch it last year, like it's it's an atro- it's an atrocious movie to me. Um, I, I hate everything about that movie, and I'm not trying to like overblow it in any way. I just I, I didn't I don't mean to turn this into a DC versus Marvel thing, but like I think it's, it's well, very it's easy to do. Yeah, I just think it's very interesting the way that like there are leniences given to 
the Marvel movies. Like, where is the Incredible Hulk in in like the Tomato Meter thing? Like, you everybody talks about that being the worst of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Like nobody talks about that movie with the same disgust they do with any of the three DC movies I mentioned. And I'm sorry, like you can't honestly tell me watching Justice League it is that much worse than. Um, Batman versus Hulk. Superman is to me, um, but like, yeah, I'll, I'll put Incredible Hulk and Suicide Squad more or less on the same level. I definitely like Incredible Hulk a little more, but not by much. But like, I mean, the public discussion isn't that right, and I get that they get to follow it up with. They also made the Incredible Hulk and, and ten years else. ago, like, and I, so <laughs> I understand that. But like, I mean, I, I just, I just, I, I, it always frustrates me. Um, I love both of the universes. I love seeing them come to life. I can't wait for more of them. Um, I don't know. It just it frustrates me sometimes. Fair enough. Um, Sorry, rant over. You're good. Um, this news seems quite We're, relevant after all the talk now. we did. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you're good. Uh, Batman Beyond. Uh, they're um, apparently developing an animated film. Um, for theatrical release this time. But yeah, actually coming out in theaters. DC Animated does real good stuff, so... I don't know if this will be like Killing Joke, where it's a limited release, or I mean, I hope, it, I hope film, it's but... like Spider Verse. Like, I hope that this kicked them uh, into gear and said, like, "Hey, we we do great animated stuff. But we really do stuff that's home to video for a reason." Like, I can't see even my favorite of the DC animated movies. Yeah, having a wide theater release. Yeah, yeah, but like Batman Beyond getting the Spider Man into the Spider Verse treatment could absolutely be a thing that could be awesome. Like, I like the idea of bringing animation in for certain characters and giving it, like, a serious attempt. Um, not just a hand-drawn animation or not just this. Like, Mask of the Phantasm is one of the best animated movies, in my in my opinion, like, ever. Yeah. And it's one of the best Batman movies. Um, I want to see that kind of dedication. It, it can even be hand-drawn if they want, but, like, if they give it that, like, super stylized Batman Beyond, like, Spider-Verse-type treatment, I think it could be amazing. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, DC always just dominates the animated conversation until Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider Verse, and now I mean, obviously, it's we'll see if that trend continues on the Marvel yeah. side. But um, yeah, I do think an answer to that would be good. I mean, I'm um, not the biggest Batman Beyond fan, but I think that world oh, man. fits animation really well. That show is so good, um, and that character design is also real badass. Um, on the Marvel side, City. so what? it was fun in Arkham City. It was. I did wear that suit a lot. All right, I did Batman 66 more. Um, Tiki Waititi? How do I, why is it? Taika Waititi. Taika. Taika. Taika? That kind of needs an easier name. His last name is very fun to say, though. Um, anyways, um, he uh, has basically said he is very much um, hoping to direct another Marvel movie. But that Marvel movie will not be Guardians 3. Oh, he said that specifically. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm okay with that as well. I, I'm. I mean, I'm okay with it. I would have been very okay if he did decide to take that. Just in that, based on what I saw from Thor Ragnarok, he could make a really good Guardians movie. Yeah. Um. um he, he gets that kind of humor. Korg could totally show up. It'd like be for, awesome. Korg as an actual member of the Guardians would be kind of great. Um. But like for me. I don't know if, like, I think he would be cool to see in other movies altogether and not in the Marvel Universe anymore. I think, for me, it would only make sense for him to come back if they did a fourth Thor, which really depends on what happens in April. Uh, yeah. As to whether or not there is a... A Thor to come back. A Thor to return, right? Which he um, has said he wants to do after how much fun he had on Ragnarok, so... 
Yeah, I think it I'd behooves be, them to continue to do that for as long as Chris Hemsworth wants to. Yeah, I'd be good with another Thor movie with him. Um, I'd be good with him wanting to try something else. I, I definitely don't want him to become like the next Russo brothers in terms of like being that attached to to Marvel. But I do like him doing other stuff. Hunt for the Little People is fucking amazing. But yeah. that said, um, yeah, I mean, I would be okay if he occasionally came back and directed a movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have anything more to say okay. on that because, like, yeah, the the idea of him doing Guardians was okay, I guess, but I don't know. Like for me, I, I also think that those the styles every, of those two movies are very similar. Yeah, it's just not every movie in that universe needs that level of comedic touch. So, like, keeping it contained to like one or two of their series of movies. I mean, but Guardians has already been established as one of those movies. Yeah, that's like comedy heavy. So, but like, so if he wants to do another Marvel movie, that's not that. Like, I worry as to what it would be. That's fair. I mean, it would be obviously something a character that fit that. Or needed that change Level like change, Thor yeah. did or whatever. But I mean, it's, it's also totally possible to- he's got a great drama or action movie in him without that. But, yeah. Um, he has not yet, like, even Hunt for the Willow People, like, that movie oh, no. is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it tackles some serious subjects, but yeah, it's, it's um, definitely got its fair share of comedy. I mean, it's Ricky Baker. and It is Ricky Baker. And his dog Tupac. <laughs> Man, I need to go watch that movie again. Um, all right, that's going to do it for news. Um, let's take a quick break, and we'll... Come back with two or three of us, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm starting to get a little worried. Talk about what we're watching. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for part three, and make sure to download part one as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time.